Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Val Cisco, dropping some knowledge about Anchor. Guys, have you ever wanted to record your own podcast? Don't you want millions and millions of people to listen to what you have to say, whether it's about Zeus, whether it's about sports, whether it's about everything that's going on in the world of quarantine? Guys, what are you waiting for? Download Anchor. Anchor basically is a one-stop shop for all your podcast needs. It has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Number two, it's free. Guys, it's free. There's not a lot of freebies out there, so grab this. And of course, Anchor will distribute your podcast so you can be heard from different places like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and many, many, many more. You can make money off your podcast too with minimum listenership. So right there, guys, like, listen, this is a no-brainer. Download Anchor. It's pretty fantastic. I love it. Hell, thank you, Anchor, for giving me the platform to speak about all the random things that I do. Uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So please, once again, download Anchor. You can download it off the Apple Play Store, the, the Google Store. I don't know if you guys have Blackberries out there still. Uh whatever is out there download it it's freaking phenomenal you guys won't regret it take care ciao How's it hanging, people? Welcome to another great edition of Dragon's Den, always brought to you by Sideshow Conversations. It's me, Mr. One-Up Boxer himself, and today we're going to give my thoughts and opinions on Megaloboxes Episode 9, A Dead Flower Will Never Bloom Again. And to me, this was an episode that kind of got me feeling a certain way. I'm not too sure how I feel about this episode. Maybe I had to do another watch just to give a better review but honestly it was my least favorite episode in the series and as I've been reviewing these one by one by one I just felt like this this matchup this episode did not live up to the hype in my opinion that's solely me right now people are like wow this was great we got two rivals duking it out I don't know it just didn't feel like it lived up to all the hype but let's get into it shall we the episode picks up in the heat of a bout, partway through the second round. Following last week's dramatic conclusion and the rematch between Mikiro and Joe being arranged, all the rest of Megalonia and the foundation with it wasted no time in getting the fighters into the ring to duke it out and do battle. After the revelation that Mikiro's gear was based on reading the electronic signals from the opponent's gear, it was assumed that Joe would have an easier time with Mikiro, and he might have an advantage as well too with previous encounters. It doesn't take long for Mikiro to reveal that his AI-powered gear has actually a serious upgrade, 
it can now read movements from organic structures. And, in other words, it can read Joe's movements, gearless or not. So, at this moment in time, we're seeing, we're, we're dropped right into the heat of battle. And I didn't like that. Maybe I just want more of a build-up, and people can say the last week's episode with Joe charging in into the audience screaming for a fight. Was the build-up enough? But I don't know. I just Maybe I wanted a round one. You know, to, to really throw you in round two was very ballsy. And, and to see Joe get beat up, you know, in that round as well, too, as we're watching it. And people were screaming for Joe to fight back. I felt like it was a familiar scene. I felt like there was no... It, this is something that I have, I, I've seen already, and it's nothing new in my opinion. It's just rehashing and uh, from what I've seen other fights in this show. And maybe I just wanted more trash talking from both of these competitors, especially with both of them, Mikiro and Joe, being great trash talkers. I would have wanted that before the fight to, you know, build up that emotion. We didn't get that. Just threw you into battle and hope for the best. Joe struggles, though. Rounds two and the majority of round three as well, too. All while we get a brief glimpse in Mikiro's background with Ace, the AI gear that's helping to propel him to Megalonia stardom. So we're getting like flashbacks of, you know, um, Mikiro developing the technology and how other people look at, at, at looking at him as as someone who's going off the rails with technology, someone who. Who's, um, who's a boxer, and with being a boxer, you have to be more fluent with your own body and respect and trust your own body to do moves and to react and building an AI, an artificial system inside this machine to control um, different parts of your body, to read people. You lose a, 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 a bit of yourself. You lose that edge that boxers do have to read people because you're letting something else read it for you. Um... Every gear has a weakness, and we see that Mikiro pushes the limits at Ace. He's relying more heavily on simulant-like drug, forcing the synchronization levels to go higher. Also, result in a system being overloaded and desynchronized. I'm messing that one up right there. I'm not even going to try it. Um, basically, what that means is that we're seeing Mikio doing some training sessions, and he's pushing himself hard to sync his system so that way it could be the perfect AI. Um, reading every kind of movement that he does, and of course, reading movements from people that he's observing. He pushes himself so hard that, yes, he is relying on a drug that can really um, boost up his stamina, kind of like steroids. And I was wondering when we were going to get introduced to steroids in this, especially this being a boxing-esque show. You had to figure somewhere down the line, even though they're fighting with mech suits, some kind of steroid had to be introduced. And again... I enjoyed it. It gave you an edge. It gives you some something new in the Megalobox series. Uh, unfortunately, it did not make a reappearance in the um, the fight itself, which I was very very disappointed about. I felt like, you know, maybe you know Mikiro would have been so desperate to use this 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 potion that he's drinking, the steroid potion, to kind of revitalize his system and just keep on going harder. But we didn't get that whatsoever. A little weird. I don't know. Just me. Joe and the others try to get a feel for the limitations of Ace, but the AI is so powerful, hardly Joe is giving anything back. 
he can't even adapt to the counters or the punches that the AI is um, bringing to him. And of course, Mikiro hates the fact that Yuri looks down upon him, despite the fact that Mikiro was born into a world higher wealth and status. He calls Yuri a wild animal, which is kind of weird because he looks at Joe as a stray dog. So we're looking at certain similarities between Yuri and, of course, Joe. Um, even though Yuri is on a higher pedestal in the, um, in the Megalobox tournament, hell, he's the champion. He is the guy. There are subtle little hints of both of them being similar with their characters. You see it from the first episode and the second episode. You're seeing it now to develop. Yuri is confused as to what Mikiro is trying to prove at this moment in time. And in a flash, in this little flashback that we've seen in the past, throws a powerful strike to Mikiro. Kind of just setting him up saying, listen, I don't know what you're trying to do. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm the ultimate fighter at the moment in time. My gear is superior. I don't know why you're making different gear on the other side, trying to rob your sister. You know, you're trying to make this gear to prove something. What are you proving, Mikiro? Mikiro is basically saying that my gear is better than my sister's and I could do better no matter what. It's kind of very uh, misogynistic character Mikio is. Um, and right away, Yuri's seen the flaw. You know, throws that straight and of course, all of a sudden, Mikiro blocks. And we get like a, um, a kind of like a funny little quote from, from Yuri saying, was that you um, trying to block? Was that you reacting to the block or was that Ace? And because at the moment in time, during the background, during the training session, of course, Yuri's not going to punch him right in the face, but the suit is reacting to it. So is it that Mikiro does not have trust in Yuri, so he blocks, or is the suit automatically blocking because a punch is going toward it? And if so, there's a flaw in that system because the body can't react the way it should. The body can't trust the mind, the mind can't trust the body because the AI is in between. Of course, after this, there is a challenging moment. Mikio takes control of his own movements in order to be a real megaloboxer. Yuri's words resonate in the mind, and Joe attempts to unveil the power punch that is that is waiting to happen. He sees that 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 there is a spot, there is an issue with Yuri's with Yuri's costume. Look at me with Yuri's gear, um, and he knows he can throw a great counter punch if it's there, if he can see it, if he can finally finally read Mikio's movements, and we get to see you know. Mikiro punch out Joe so many times in this series, uh, in this show right here, in this episode. We get him for a couple of straights. He does knock him down. There's a part where he throws an uppercut after Joe does some trash talking by the ropes. And this uppercut literally lands him outside the ring to the point where Namu and Sashio are just like, we can't help him. He has to get him himself because he'll be disqualified if we try to help him. There's a point where Joe clinches Mikiro as well, too, in order to catch a breath or maybe even frustrate him. And Mikiro just throws him, like literally just belly-to-belly -belly suplex him, you know. And, you know, they are having uh, points taken away from the referee. One from Joe holding on to him too tight, and, of course, for Mikiro tossing him. So points are being kind of... 
um, thrown around, thrown out the table from both fighters. It does look like the referee's having a lot of trouble trying to control this fight, whether it's to, um, you know, just throw in the towel for Joe or disqualify Nikito for all, all the crazy behavior he's doing inside the ring. The horns blow and the third round comes to an end. And we definitely see here that Ace is confused, unable to land a blow because of the fact that Joe found a way to kind of counter the system now. He lets his hands go, drops his guard, and is just dodging every punch that Mikiro is doing. We see this in the last three seconds of the round. He's just Gokuing this. This reminds me of Dragon Ball Super when Goku does gets the Ultra Instinct. And it's just an aura around it. I'm like, oh god, it's the last dragon happening right here. And we're seeing Joe just slowly slip and slide away from punches, showing that the suit itself is not made to punch or hit a target with no counter whatsoever. So it's just punching aimlessly. Joe figures this out. And, of course, Mikio is doubting himself. He doesn't know whether it's a suit malfunctioning or if him, him himself is doubting his own skills. He doesn't know if he should take uh, it off of autopilot and start boxing himself and showing his own skills. But then if he were to do that, he tosses out all the information, the idea that his suit is superior, especially with the AI built inside of it. So, of course, we quickly get into the fourth round, and we get a little side conversation from Joe and, of course, Nabu saying, Hey, you dropped your hands. You look like you have an idea. And Joe says, Definitely. You know, I can't see from one eye right now. He's, he put a pounding on me, essentially. But I feel like this right here, me not reacting, can help me with a counter to knock him out. Just one punch. I know if I land one punch to his shin, it'll be over. Of course, the round starts, and Joe emerges from the corner in his defenseless stance, once again giving Ace some time to get used to it in order to plan a massive counterattack. He trusts Nabu to read the fight and tell him where the attack's going to come from. Nabu makes a call, but Mikio, battling his own insecurities and uncertainty, changes things up last minute. Reading the change-up in the movement, Joe is still able to recover and deliver a devastating uppercut while getting punched at the same time from Mikio. Both men are essentially stunned from the punch, standing there for at least a couple of seconds. Mikio goes down for the count, and Joe, the tough bastard that he is, stays on his feet. The winner is Gearless Joe. Citizens all over the city cheer Joe's comeback. The man from nowhere has repeatedly climbed from the bottom of the rankings to be the final one to enter Megalonia. There's a victory party back at Nabu's shack, and the team gets ready for their first big match at Megalonia. We definitely see Nabu kind of walk away saying that he has to take a piss and get away from the party from the final moments. And in those final moments of the show, Nambu is speaking with Mr. Fujimaki. Nambu tells him that he hasn't have a chance he hasn't had a chance to tell Joe or the kid what comes next. Fujimaki tells him the ride ends here. And it ends like that. Will Nambu cave in to the mob? Will we see a 
a chain of events happening in the next episode, is the mob involved with Megalonia and their fighters? I would think so. Usually we see that happening in real boxing. So it's no surprise to see this in this show, especially thinking that uh, Fujimaki excuse me, was a team player in the last couple of episodes. Now we see his true colors once again, being the evil bastard that he is. So... Are we looking at a fight being thrown? Are we looking at Joe getting out of that contract with Nambu to save their lives from Fujimaki? Or is Joe going to resist and try to get to the finals? We're going to have to see. We're going to have to find out. Uh, I know you guys have probably, who love this show, probably finished it. But you know what? It's been a fun ride. Me personally, like I said, this was my least favorite episode. I would have changed a lot of things. I would have. Uh, I know we only have like about twenty six to twenty nine minutes to really get things out there. But hell, that's no excuse. We had great storytelling um, in previous episodes. Um, so this right here could have had a little bit more character build up with Mikiro, um, the, the the rivalry with his sister and Yuri. Hell, we could have started round one with Joe. It could have been a fast round. Could have been a couple of seconds just to, you know, get a teaser out there of what can happen. But it didn't. So I felt like it was just rushed. I felt like this fight was very much rushed. Mikiro, you know, leaving it as well too um, after game beat. Pay some respect to Joe. Um, Leaves the ring, goes in the car, his little, you know, Dodge Viper. It's probably not a Dodge Viper, it looks like a Corvette almost. <laughs> and just laughs it off. And I don't know, I just, I want something a little bit more with substance in this episode. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe people love this episode as their favorite episode. Me, myself, I just did, it didn't do it for me. Hopefully the next episode does do it for me. Hopefully you guys did enjoy this episode. And, um... Yeah, if you want to get at me, you can always reach me at Valcisco at Twitter and Valcisco on Instagram. Sideshow Conversations, where you can listen to shows like Dragons Den, Nothing to Watch, Nothing to Play, Side Conversations, and more, is available on Anchor, which you can download on every app, whether it's the iOS, whether it's a Windows phone, hell, whether it's an um, Android phone. Download it, subscribe, rate, review. Of course, iTunes as well, too, at Sideshow Conversations and Podcast Republic. And definitely, if you want to chat up on Facebook, Sideshow Conversation has a Facebook page where we talk about everything in pop culture as well as Instagram page. So please, pay some respects, give some likes, let us know how we're doing over here. And as always, be real and have a good one, peoples. Later.